Yo, what is going on, folks? Real CrossFit hours right here. Real CrossFit hours. That's nice. I was We're going for like a Drake thing, like real scary hours. Real CrossFit hours. Man, we need that stair stepper. Yeah, I hope you guys are watching. Wow, she was like in Tikal. Right she was amazing. Chase is, Chase is losing his mind right now because we can see the ad that's playing as pre-roll for this video. What is going on, everybody? Uh, Armin here, Chase here. Friday at Wadapalooza has wrapped up. We're no longer enthralled. Yeah, with, yeah now it's just a now it's just video us. of us. Now it's just a video of us. That's what really matters here. But today, today was a really interesting day at the competition. We had two scored events. Yes, we did. We're going to take a look at the uh, men's, women's, and team leaderboards. It is a little bit later than we usually do this. It's currently 11.30 p.m. local time. And I really appreciate anybody who is up way past their bedtimes to come hang out with us. But muchas gracias. This is how this works, guys. You have late nights. You do dope shit. That's the way it works. I think that's a. Those are the only way that happens, right? When you yeah. have a late night, you're only only ever going to be doing dope shit. I think the late Easy E said that at some point. That's true. That's true. Rest in peace, Easy E. West Coast. Calm done. All right. So. Uh, the reason why we're doing this a little bit later than we uh, would have been doing otherwise is because Chase and I were previously um, engaged in a creative content creation experiment, uh, like a really like a progressive. It was like we, we started a progressive rock band with Matt Fraser is what I'm trying to say. We really did. Uh, we it's started, math rock. Yeah, it's math rock. It's progressive math rock. One um, plus two is three. It's really, you know, it's very heady. Mm-hmm. Lots of changing time signatures. There's a lot of, a lot of thought behind it. I don't it. know if the world's ready for it, so we're going to play with the edit a little bit. Right? A little bit. I think it's going to be really made in the edit. But uh, we had a really good jam sesh tonight, and uh, hopefully you guys get a chance to see what that, what that ends up looking like. Um, but uh, we may as well just get right into it. Let me see if I can make sure we look cool. Let's see if we make sure we look really cool. Know exactly what we're talking about here. I love it. And, uh, and we'll go from there. Now that that is set up, let's yeah. go ahead and take a look at the men's leaderboard. Bro, what's oh, going on, Chase? We're, we're living in a Travis Williams on top of the leaderboard leaderboard world. Yeah. are you Were you prepared for this? No, I because am. Because I'm not. I am not prepared for a post-Travis Williams world. Just to, just, just to start adapting to it, I've been doing everything backwards. So I left the fridge open. Um, I left my car unlocked. Showered with my clothes on. Um, I put the pillows at the bottom of the bed. Nice. So my feet would be on them. Good. Do everything as fast as possible with no consideration for what the next thing is. <laughs> yeah, because we live in Bizarro World. No offense to Travis Williams. He's having a standout <laughs> competition. Uh, but yeah, I if you would have told if you would have told me that Travis Williams would be sitting on top day two, I've been like, that's highly unlikely. That ain't it, Chief, is what I literally would have said. And it's not because he's not fit. It's because the types of workouts and the time domains that we're working with aren't Travis Williams time domains. Yeah, I would I would not have a put... twelve minute row. <laughs> Bro. You're He's... right. You're not wrong, Chase. You're not wrong. And I'm slightly biased because I'm I'm working out as a team athlete. So I'm like, that's that team training dog. When you're going stupid with friends, you have no choice but to get better at your weaknesses. So Travis Williams throughout the last two years has gotten significantly better at the things that we always critiqued him for. There is, we're two, we're halfway through Wadapalooza 2020. 
Hard to believe. There are still 400 points up for grabs, as far as we know. There's a there's a scored event that's a double scored event, and then there's uh, two other uh, scored two events. events. Yeah, unless something gets announced that looks like there's 400 points on the chopping table. And um, Travis Williams is doing really well. Incredibly well. Shockingly well. <laughs> he he had a he had a rough end to today. Correct. Um, but I thought he had, like I just referenced in a, a second ago, uh, an awesome, awesome, awesome performance with that row. Because yeah. that is not an event that I would say Travis Williams would uh, make it to the end of. I mean, a lot of those elites made it to the end, but I wouldn't say he'd be up towards the top. Yeah, let's let's talk about that rowing event because we haven't seen anything like this before. And and I I was lucky enough to have an interview with Greg Hammond, who is you know a, the Concept Two guy. You'll see him at all of these events that use any sort of Concept Two equipment. All of these uh, sanctionals that are using Concept Two equipment. He's basically on hand. He creates like if you see Concept Two like plugged into one another and then the he personally did it by hand he basically did that personally by hand a hundred percent i got that's that's, exactly, that's not being facetious that's not even being, i was watching him run around on the floor today make sure everything was still set up um and i got a chance to catch up with him we'll put publish that interview uh probably tomorrow at some point and those of you who watch this you'll know what he's talking about um but you'll but get the people it, right? that don't watch it won't know what what he's no talking clue. about. They'll just be like, "What is going on? This isn't Rich Froning. Why am I watching this man talk to me right now?" Um, but no, so we've got a chance to talk to him, and so the there's so many fascinating things about this pace boat workout that they did that was so interesting to me. It was actually one of the most exciting workouts that I've seen at Wadapalooza. Uh, in a very long time. Yeah, in all honesty, it was uh, it was a lot of fun to watch. So and the, having the big screen was awesome. Yeah, the format, to, to break this down, because this wasn't super clear when we first heard it announced, and it wasn't super clear until it was kind of over. Um, yeah, 100%. I, I have a feeling like a lot of the athletes still didn't really understand yeah. what was happening with so the pace boat. The format works like this. It's a 12-minute row for max meters. However, there is a ghost rower. There's a There's a digital rower a pace boat that is set to increase its pace and the way it was set was there was no pace boat for the first 30 seconds so you had 30 seconds to get a head start and then the pace boat begins at the 30 second mark and it is rowing at a certain pace it starts relatively slow i think on the men's side it started around 150 maybe you know one Maybe even slower than that. I think that. it was slower than that. Maybe 150. I, I might be thinking of So it, it started, it it started relatively slow. Very, very manageable. And so as the pace boat is rowing, it is earning meters. The workout ends either at the 12-minute mark or when the pace boat catches you. So you have essentially a, the finish line chasing you in this workout. Mm-hmm. And so... You have a 30-second head start on it. It starts very slow. You have a maximum of 12 minutes. And every 30 seconds, that pace boat is getting two seconds faster. So wow. by the by the end of it, on the men's side, I believe it was rowing in the teens, like a one a 116, 112 one or something. per 500 meter. Yeah. So it Real was quick. It, it very very fast very very fast so it was such a cool idea for a workout to have sort of the finish line chase you and you have to stay ahead of the finish line um you know 
watching the first like few minutes it wasn't the most exciting thing because it was people just rowing really fast and that's exactly what the <laughs> that's what exactly what the pace ended up having to be we talked about this a little bit last night this yeah. idea that banking some points you you gain some points by getting ahead of the pace and on top of that you really just treat it like a 10 minute max meters row and you have two bonus minutes at the end right bonus minutes and that's i really, like how you re- how you phrased it that's kind of how it that's kind of how it played out for a lot of these athletes they just rode as fast as they could for like a 10 or 11 minute sustained pace on. and held on hoping they would be ahead of that uh pace boat and so what we ended up seeing was the first few minutes weren't super exciting just mm-hmm. racking up meters but as the pace boat was speeding up and catching up to athletes it was really, really nerve-wracking to see this little red boat show up on the visualization. Ah, yeah, this He's little, coming for you. This little shark red boat. And it's like, don't don't get caught, Pat. Don't get caught. Don't get caught. No, what, Pat, are you doing? No, Pat, what are you doing? What are you doing? It's, it's, it, was so, it was such an exciting moment. You can feel like the entire energy in the stadium at that moment was just, it was like, stay ahead of him. Stay ahead of that pace boat. Yeah, it's, you better it's not crazy. get caught. It was really, really cool to see that happen. Yeah. I, I really enjoyed that. Um, we also saw on the team version of that event, on the female side of the team version of that event, a couple absolutely bonkers performances. Yeah, yeah. We we had teams uh, with the the female team side, right? Because the the. That the team version was male male pair female female pair. It was still twelve minutes, but you could transition whenever you wanted. Yeah, I think some of those top team t- uh, female times for the teams were uh, the total meters were higher than some of the elite male teams total. And I'm not saying that it's impossible for women to outrow men, but damn, yeah, damn, I think it was, it was crazy. Four thousand meters. Yeah, we had we had uh, two two Ks. <laughs> yeah, we had the the fastest the fastest women's the mo- the most distance the women caught was apparently thirty six fishing almost thirty seven hundred meters. So nearly two two Ks. Yeah, damn the, near two two Ks. And that is with transitions. Essentially, every minute these teams were getting on, the, they were switching. Uh, they're switching rowers. Yeah, they're switching the actual human being doing the rowing. On the men's side. 4K plus two teams, two teams, three teams, four teams got 4K plus. Yeah. They're rowing two six minute. Two Ks. Two Ks back to back with transitions. Yeah. Which means the average a 4K in 12 minutes is the average pace stayed at 130. Yeah. That includes when it stops. <laughs> when nobody is rowing for the three seconds it takes three five seconds go. yeah it's absurd it is absurd that is that is a that was one of the most bonkers things i saw at i, I yeah was it was, it was really cool. away the the capacity for crossfitters at the elite level to uh, beat the shit out of a rower <laughs> is is super impressive is it is super impressive and i asked greg about you know like is this something that rowers do he's like no no this is this is the most <laughs> like, no, thing. Yeah. this is no one super crossfit this is so stupid this, this is so dumb no, i have that. a book that i keep with me it says stupid things for crossfitters and this is page one <laughs> uh yeah I, but it's it's a great event definitely a, 
awesome event if you're a bigger athlete. That's, That's true. A big win. That's very true. Royce, Royce boy, I'm sure crushed this. He sport. murked everybody at this yeah, individually. Awesome. I think he he probably would he probably would have won this event individually. Speak maybe because he's like seven feet tall. He's seven feet tall, three hundred pounds of muscle. Uh, let's look at the let's look at the men's leaderboard a little bit deeper than just Travis Williams at the top here because we saw two events today. Uh, yeah, Travis did well on the first one that 12 minute row yes he did not super well on the the second one it, it'd be like that it do be like that sometimes um and his lead has shrunk shrank shrunk his lead is smaller it's, it's large it's it's largent his lead his lead is large he only has four points separating him and him and one mr patrick vellner cole sager oh shit it's right there i'm yeah. blind yeah Chase isn't wearing his glasses, guys. So I make this decision. Forgive. I make this decision before every video. Do I want to look <laughs> kind of okay and not have glasses and not be able to see, or do I want to look dumb with my glasses on and be able to see? Cole had a really good <laughs> second event. Yeah, uh, he had a really good second event. It's he didn't. He not didn't surprising. Lock in the win. Uh, the win actually for the pump sesh triplet, which was legless rope climbs, dumbbell bench, uh, dumbbell thrusters. The win went to uh, Logan, Logan Collins. Collins. Um, not surprised. The dude is a the dude's a hoss. Yeah, if you're man. Pulling. If you have any pulling movement in your like, if you have any gymnastic pulling event in your workout, it almost doesn't matter what it's paired with. Logan Collins is gonna crush it. Logan Collins is is at the very least. Yeah. Going how to do crush how it. do you do on loose? By the way, I wanted to wanted to look and see. Uh, because I see. expect him to be at the top, but I don't know how he is at running. Sixth. Yeah, that's a strong. That's a strong, strong finish. That's not bad at all. Yeah, yeah. That, that's pretty quick. He's he's very good at those vertical pulling movements. It's pretty quick. Yeah, but moving into, uh, you know, moving into, <laughs> we talk about Travis Williams like as if he's you know not good. No, no, not as if he's not good. As if he's not going to take the invite because he's not going to take the invite. We've asked him multiple times. Are you yes. going to take the individual? He's just invite? going to give it away. That's what he wants. He, I, he's, I have, that's a direct quote. CrossFit's Robin Hood. All he wants is to take the invite, earn it, and say he gave it to somebody else. And at this point, the person Big he flex. has, he has in his sights to be the Air beneficiary apparent. of his charity, <laughs> is Saxon Panchik. Yeah. Sexy hair, Saxon Pancho. That's right. And cool. right behind him is his brother, Spencer. Oh, wow. So, yeah, Saxon so and Spencer are right next to each other uh, in fourth and fifth overall. It's basically what's happening right now is a Panchek overload. A Panchek overload. We have a Panchek infestation. Yes. They're crawling up the leaderboard. Their brother is at the top of the other leaderboard. That's right. They're everywhere. They're very fit, and they're doing fit things. A lot of people say you have to burn the house down when you have that many Pancheks. <laughs> I think you have to call the Smiths in, and they, they do head to head battles until until there's just one or the other left. I don't even worst know. case scenario. You call in the Andersons. Yeah. Oh so. God! Don't even. Have we already? Have we gotten there? If we call the Andersons, we're just gonna, we might as well move. Elevated to a level eight. Uh, yeah. So <laughs> it's late. It's, it's it's very late right now. Uh, so yeah, we have we have Saxon and Spencer kind of really close to each other. Only four points separating them. Yeah, that's wild. With a couple of interesting events upcoming, we'll talk about those uh, after we get through the rest of the the leaderboards. But probably the most most commonly asked question is, "Where's Noah on the leaderboard?" Right? Yeah. Noah is Miami's own son. He's won Wadapalooza multiple times. Um, I think he won three in a row. 
Uh, last year was the first time in four years that he hadn't yeah, he won. He had a bit on top of the podium, right? Well, so, because nope. he went team that one year and he took second that year. There you go. Sorry uh, about that. So Noah's in seventh. He's tied for seventh. He's still easily within striking distance of a podium finish. You know, with a little bit of work, striking distance of the win. Mm-hmm. It's going to take a Herculean effort. It will take a really big effort and some mistakes on other people's sides. Uh, I know Noah, Noah's a really big you know fan favorite. A lot of people love what he's got going on. Um, and rightfully so except for the hair maybe the hair needs a little bit of work but you know he got to do he can do what he wants to do he's that's a, only he's propagated by armin no one else feels all like i'm saying his is hair instead of growing it out here grow it out here you know what i mean do the mullet thing bro do the mullet thing um but yeah it it has been it has been a really insightful couple days of competition like i don't know if this will reinvigorate Travis Williams's desire to compete individually, but it certainly is a reminder that he can do it if he really wanted 100%. to. Hundred percent. Like if you're telling me that you think Travis Williams can't go and win a sanctional, he's in first place in one of the hardest sanctionals right now. Mm-hmm. There's going to be other opportunities if he really wants to take those opportunities. Yeah. yeah right? If he really wanted to go indie, he could definitely still do it. Yeah, uh, I don't think those desires there. Um, also, like you know, we we talked to Noah earlier today, and um, I th- I think his his attitude kind of is uh, just a, just a lot more mature when it comes to this type of thing. Um, I feel like he he's coming into this with nothing to prove per se, and he's here more so to have a good time and kind of work out some of the kinks of like, hey, I haven't really touched the floor since the games. Let's knock off some of the rust and find out what I need to work on before this year's games. Because I've already punched my ticket, dog. I don't need to go out here and kill myself to win. That's right. Um, so, you know, I, I. that being said, he's still a competitor. I would still look for him to make his push for the podium at least. Correct. I agree with you. Let's take a look at the women's leaderboard. Yeah. This is way more exciting stuff. This here. is very exciting. Uh, we talked it up. Talked a big game. Mad spitting. We spat a mad game, dude. Yeah. And it turns out we were dead on the nose. This is right now Sarah Sigmund's daughter versus T. Claire Toomey. That is the storyline. That is the thing that is happening at Wadapalooza. Uh, might be more than any other storyline, honestly. Definitely is the women's storyline. Um, four points separate them. Sarah yeah. Sigmund's daughter currently ahead. Wow. Wow. Yeah, it's... Uh it's exciting stuff. We we saw a, you know, much like on the men's side, we saw an awesome performance out of Sarah, who's currently in first. We we saw an awesome performance out of her on the rowing event. Um, Tia, where, where'd Tia finish up on that one? She was 11th on the rowing yeah, event. Yeah, so she was a little bit further back. My guess is she would have actually done better on that rowing event if had she was she next to next Sarah. To some, yeah. yeah. It was very weird. They had them, had them separated. Um but then, yeah, we saw Tia kind of rally for that that next event. She did all right. Yeah, she did all right. She did all right in the and, next event. And then Sarah kind of faltered on that one. Yeah, so Carrie Pierce won the pump sesh triplet. Uh, dominant, dominant, nearly a minute. And if in a workout that took her four minutes and 44 seconds, she was almost a minute faster. She was 50 seconds faster than second place. Not surprising. That's not a surprising. Lot. If, I'm not surprised either. If, if you put... If you put all the athletes down on paper and you're like, who's going to win pump sesh? I'm like, for men or women, I'm going to put Carrie Pierce. Yeah. 
I agree with that. Yeah. And she, she proved that. Biceps. She proved that for, for sure. For days. Uh, I think she was 90 seconds faster than the men's fastest time. That's yeah, obviously, they're using a slightly different weight. They're doing a few, a few less uh, legless rope climbs. But um, uh, to me, that just means it's scaled appropriately. <laughs> yeah. So that's, that's all I'm saying there. That's all yeah. I'm saying there. But also, if I if I had like delt and bicep goals, it would be Carrie Pierce. Her arms are, are jiggity jacked. Yeah, 100%. Uh, this... This was also, to me, one of the one of the breakouts for performances of the day was seeing Haley Adams finish. Uh, I believe she was in the top four. She was top in, maybe five? Oh, third, actually, in, in the... Uh, in the row event. In the row event. And Super impressive. An athlete of her size, because she's not heavy by any stretch of the no, imagination. No, and we, we know that she's not particularly... Uh, she's not the strongest athlete. Right, so it's not a strength thing. She's not the biggest athlete. It's not a size thing. It is just purely a, I don't know, grit, mental determination, pain factor, comfort on a rower. Mm -hmm. It's all of those things put together. And she's nineteen. Yeah. So I say there's a good argument there that uh, you know maybe working with Henshaw and capacity pays (laughs) off. Maybe it's almost like. It pays off. It's almost like all that hard work actually does pay off in some sense. I think we'll another. get docked for that. Uh, I don't yeah. want to get billed for saying do, hard do work. We just pays get, do we get copyright stricken right now because yeah. I said hard work pays off? Like you keep saying it. I feel like every worse. time I say it, do I have to Venmo Matt Fraser money? Yeah. That's exactly how Shit. that works. Shit. That's not going to work. I'm not, I'm, I won't say hard work pays off anymore. We'll fix it in post. We'll fix it in post. Um, what did you think of Brooke Wells today? Impressive. Uh, especially after a start like yesterday to, um, come back and still be like in the fight. It's, it's good. I, I expected her to be a little bit better on the row. Um, but who, who was on top for, it was Caitlin Van, Caitlin Van Zeel. Van Zeel. I, I think that's how you pronounce it. Van Zeel. Yeah. So that's a new name to me. I haven't, I haven't ran into her at any other events that, that i know of yeah off she, the top of my head I, I don't think i've seen her compete either um my understanding is that she was she's an olympian in field hockey holy shit <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna say i'm i and i'm gonna say the source that i have on this information isn't the best at 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 being accurate, accurate. but what I was told, what I heard her say was that she was a collegiate basketball player uh, when she was being interviewed. Mm. And that what I heard about her was that she's an Olympian in field hockey. Power output and size across yeah. both those sports. Yeah. Um, and running back and forth for non nonstop, 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 nonstop. Yeah. nonstop. So really, uh, I mean, if there's a if there's like a cool event to put your stamp on, and by the way, Wadapalooza is paying out winners. 2020. They get $2,020 each Ching. event winner. So that matters. That adds up. That's going to give you a, a pretty penny across the entire event. If you, Even if you get one, it pays for your entire trip here pretty much. For the most part, yeah. Um, so that that's really impressive. Uh, let's go and take a look at the team, team leaderboard. Das teams. Das uh, teams. A very unexpected... Mayhem freedom in first place. It's narrow though. It's, but it, it's it tight. is narrow. It's only two points. It's not. It's not as big of a margin as I'm sure uh, one Mister Richard Ferning would hope for. No, no, going it isn't. Into in it. fact, 
the top three teams are just eight points apart from one another. But that's exciting because when when they are announcing teams uh, until they announce GoWad, uh, sorry, until they announce GoWad, I was like, man. Is there is there anyone that's gonna stop these big bullies from coming down here and just smacking everyone around? And uh, luckily, for us, the viewers, uh, there is. Uh, we have Wit, we have Gowad, we have uh, the Meat Squad. Mm-hmm. It's 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 an exciting field to watch, especially during that row event. It looked looked like utter chaos. I'm sure if you're watching on a live stream or through someone's Instagram, but in person. It was pretty easy to follow, and it was pretty cool just to see how people were were kind of divvying up that row. Um, like, okay, it's they're like that guy, that guy's the sprinter. Okay, this guy's the more like consistent power output person. All right, they switched out. All right, what she's doing that. So that was cool to see. Um, and yeah, it was it was really cool to see uh, Roy Stun, who's on Mayhem Independence, have to reset his rower by literally pushing it back in line with the rest of the rowers because. Every time he would get off of it after a minute of rowing, he would he moved the rower three and a half feet backwards. It's impressive. It's very impressive. A little, <laughs> well, maybe a little too much power output there. Maybe we it's need like, to calm down. Like, is there a setting in the damper past? He needs 10? a rower with more torque. He needs a, <laughs> he needs a rowers whose damper goes to like 12, 28, 28. Like just just fill it with wool. And then allow him to go. It's and, a wool fan blade. And that way, uh, that way, he won't actually pull the thing across the floor while he's rowing on I, it. I, and I, I think, uh, I think Mayhem Freedom ended the day really well. That that was a standout performance. Yeah. It's something that I think we both called, um, and probably anybody that follows Mayhem Mondays would have called, or if they've watched any of your content with the team. I've said uh, it before. I've said it again. Every single Wednesday is bench press and legless rope climb day they just do that <laughs> and it has paid off finally that exact combination showed up it's imagine it's like it's like if you play the lottery using the same numbers every single time eventually you're going to be right in a millennia yeah i mean <laughs> if in the long enough uh period of time you'll be right at least once and look at them just look at them. Who'd have guessed it? Not us. Well, yeah, actually us. Us. Well, look at them. Us. Look at them. Uh, yeah, so that was that was pretty cool to see. I was actually really excited by that. Um, as far as what to expect for tomorrow, we're going to go ahead and, and just turn this back to our pretty faces. That way you don't have to worry about watching us. Uh, watching us watch the screen. As far as what to expect for tomorrow, there are duh scored events. That's not a word. Duh. Okay. Uh, duh. Dose. They're dose scored events. Shark bait. That is our pistols. Lots of pistols. Yeah. It's it's a pistol workout that's disguised as a swim workout. It's a pistol workout where you take a shower halfway through. Yeah. The cool down. Okay, there's there's a there's a salt water shower in the middle of your pistol workout. Yeah, we're doing pistols on absolutely absolutely brutalized legs. We're talking legs that have done a three K with a ruck, legs that have done a tit ton of assault bike calories yeah. and lunging and, and the best legs have done more and the best legs have gotten unfairly heavier amount 300 weighted squats as well in that loose oh, yes yep. let's not forget let's let us not forget and some thrusters tonight let us so uh yeah the 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 shark bait event is uh pistols and a d-ball over the shoulder swim and then pistols and d-ball over the shoulder 
and uh, the team version of it, same movements, different, slightly different format in that it's like the team is split in half. One team does pistols and D-ball of the shoulder and ends with the swim. The other team starts with the swim and then does the pistols yeah, and that, the D-ball That's going to be a good one to watch. But yeah, it's going to be it's going to be a really interesting workout. Um, the swim is really, uh, I would say, a non-issue in this workout. It's it's very short. It's only 300 meters. Uh, the weather today was gorgeous. So if it's like that tomorrow, it's going to be great. It's actually going to be really nice. Uh, what I would suspect is if these athletes haven't done something like a D-ball with a swim, they might be a little bit surprised by how, uh, you know, compromised the core becomes, you Mm -hmm. know, the lower back trunk, your obliques, you know, that lean back and that really explosive hip opening. That's not swimming. It's not going to look like that, but it tightens up the hips. It it tightens up your lower back and that does hurt your swimming because it's going to, it's going to, prevent you from having that really efficient position that that streamlines on top of the water so yeah i think i think it's gonna be really interesting to see um that that shark bait event not because the swim because usually when you're doing the swimming event at wadapalooza you talk about the swim being the sort of the crux of it but Mm -hmm. because it's this combination that we haven't really ever seen before it's like this vicious violent pull with the d-ball and then just slam in some butt stuff with your pistols yeah it's gonna be great (laughs) <laughs> yeah it's gonna it's gonna i think i think it's a fun combo um we'll see how it goes though i feel like you're gonna get so i know when i swim because i'm not the most efficient swimmer and i imagine a lot of crossfitter crossfitters aren't the most efficient swimmers uh you get a really really gnarly upper body pump and that upper body pump's gonna pay off huge when you go to clean a d-ball <laughs> just a little bit of cramp in the bicep. You're gonna look great. A little bit. Of, yeah, you're gonna look great for pics. Just try to control your face. Remember to smile, or at least look like you're not doing anything. But don't it's so do, relaxed. Don't do that. Don't tighten up. <laughs> don't bite through your lips. It's gonna be fine. Yeah. And the uh, the other workout that we've got going on tomorrow nine lives is nine lives. Now nine lives is um, here. I'll show you what you what we're looking at here, so you can see what we're talking about. Because this one is... It's it's effed up. It's dope. And this is a really special one because this is one of the workouts that Travis Williams has a money wager on the line with Brent Vakowski. He's got to make 190 points off this one. That's the bet. The bet is that either... So Travis Williams says, I'm going to score 190 points between these workouts. So these are two workouts that count separately but happen essentially at the same time. There's a two-minute rest between them, but they happen essentially at the same time the first workout is 36 clean and jerks for time 155 pounds 105 pounds every minute on the minute nine chest to bar pull-ups no problem no problem the second part of that workout there's a six minute cap it would take me six minutes to do that workout without the without the pull-ups the the second part of the workout is 36 snatches at 115 pounds or yes. 80 pounds. So the the real move here, the reason why you're not seeing it stay at 155, 155 is because it would just be way too slow. Yeah, people are going to have to almost really power snatch 155. <laughs> if it was 155, you'd see people Maybe power snatching snatch. it and doing singles. Yeah, no one definitely would, doing singles. No one would do touch and go at all. But 115... Come on. Come on. Your Throw it above athlete. your head. You're Travis Williams. 
You should do 10 unbroken in your first set. Come on, what are you doing? Bend and snap. Bend and a, snap. Yeah, bend he, has, and snap. he has a sub one minute uh, Isabel. Isabel, I believe, like a 59 second Isabel. Um, and that's just bend and snap city all day. You're telling me you throw in a couple toes to bar beforehand and he's going to be tired? I don't think so. No. So his goal here, <laughs> the wager that, that uh, Brent Fikowski and Travis Williams have for this, this nine lives event. And what we're going to try and do, we're gonna actually, I'm going to try and be next to Fikowski for this one. Because I, really, I want to see the live reaction when it, either it happens or it doesn't happen. The wager is Travis Williams says, I'm going to score 190 points between these two events. That is either a first and a third or two second places. When I asked Travis about this this morning at the presser, because I knew what the answer was. I just wanted him to say it out loud for everybody, <laughs> right? I knew what the answer was. Baiting him into saying it. I asked him, and he said it, and Jess Griffith, the nicest human being on the face of the planet, is sitting on the couch next to him and burst out laughing. She she could not keep a straight face when he said, yeah, I'm going to take second and second. But it's he's the in type first of blind confidence right now. <laughs> that we all need. He's in first place right now. Can we all just channel a little bit of Travis Williams to our, our daily, everyday yeah, life? Our daily lives. Like Imagine how much further you'd be. Yeah. You want to go out with that chick or that dude? Be Travis Williams. It doesn't matter. You want that go promotion right at work? And make him a bet. <laughs> you want that promotion at work? Tell your boss you're going to beat them at loose. <laughs> Actually do that. I'm curious how that's going to pan out. Excuse me, what? Uh, that is loose? Yeah, so... I'm sorry, what did you just call me? So uh, I think tomorrow we have we have these two scored events. I'm sorry, these two s- scheduled events with three, three scored, scored parts. events, yeah, right? Yeah. And I actually really like the way Wadapalooza started on Thursday and spread the events out so far. It gives them a little bit more opportunity to destroy the athletes each day a little bit. Like yesterday was jacked up. The athletes were probably caught a little bit off guard. That first event's like just a rough, it's a rough way to start. It's a lot. It's re- it was really hot. It was really humid. You're going much faster than you usually would do because you're you know competing real live competition. Um, that's really jacked up. Uh, then you add in the sort of assault bike to overhead lunge. And you're doing you know the the elimination tournament. That's even crazier, right? So suddenly, I think they're they're in a hole that they weren't expecting themselves to be in. And this is the same amount of scored events that you'd probably see over the course of a three-day competition, like a packed three-day competition. Yeah. But the fact that they've spread it out over four days, I think is pretty cool. It gives everybody an opportunity to recover just a little bit longer. It gives them the opportunity to put pretty much all the elite events in the afternoon and the evening, mm-hmm. which I think is nice because one of the worst things you could do is force them to come in like early in the morning for an event, wait six hours and do then another event, again. wait six hours and then do another event at night. And suddenly you have a 14 hour day. You've done three workouts, like for a total of like 25 minutes, you've had to warm up and cool down three separate times and you have to wake up 10 hours from now and do it again somewhere in the middle there you have to find a way of like getting cool or find, this is just a much better logistical setup and a much better uh experiential setup i would say for the for athletes sure. um and i think that's that's a really cool sort of thought process that they put together 
um, putting it together. So yeah, I, I like that. Yeah, I think it's better from an athlete perspective like for that. sure. Uh, let's go ahead and see if there are any questions. If anybody has any questions on the live stream, we have a whole bunch of people watching us right now. Let's see. Uh, Jenny says, "Hey from Ohio, hey from Miami. That works." Um, Rob K, when is CrossFit gonna bow to the pressure and let transgenders compete? I don't understand. I don't know. Is there pressure? Is that also not happening right now? I'm not is sure. Is that Robert Kelly? Is <laughs> different, different Robert K. Required to tell us by law. Uh, I don't. I don't know. Uh, if there's something going on with that, there's like a storyline that we're not aware of. Like, let me know because maybe there's something I'm, I'm not sure of. But you know, as far as I understand, the, the rule book allows for transgender competition. Um, let's see what's going on. With Noah, we already talked about it a little bit and, uh, that should, oh, see, okay. Luke Waltman, uh, she played for Australia's team. There you go. She played for Australia's team. We're talking about, uh, Caitlin Van Zeal Van Zeal. I really don't know if that's how you pronounce it, but I'll take it. That's what we're going to do. Either way, folks. I think that's uh, I think that just about does you it. You see, this is what it looks like on the stream because I don't have my glasses. Yeah, J- Chase is so blind. Really He's are. like leaning in as hard as he can to read anything on that screen. Uh, really appreciate everybody hanging out. Really appreciate you guys uh, sticking with us for our Friday recap. Wham, 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 wham. It was super dope. We got two more days. Dog. We got two more days, Og. Uh, we're gonna be here again tomorrow night, probably just as late. Hopefully, a little bit earlier, but probably just as late. Uh, Saturday night recap, and then we'll do one at the very end of the competition Sunday night as well. Heck yeah. You ready for that one, Chase? Let's do it. I'm ready. ready for it. Bump mics. Let's do it. One, two, Bump. three. Bump. Thanks, everybody. We'll see you guys later. Good night. Love you. <laughs>